You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. And expand your mind. Go beyond what you already know. I'm going to think inside the box. <laughs> Everybody's trying to think outside. Let me think inside. That sounds like Roger Goodell right now with his whole grass versus turf issue. Roger does not know. Roger's just Roger fucking. I can't even speak right now. Goodell. When's the last time he stepped on grass or turf? When's the When's the last no, he time he ain't stepped grass. on concrete or marble or not Probably grass? Probably in his home. When When does he need to go outside and do anything? He's at the game right now. He could be touching grass. No, he couldn't. He's, He's up in a box. Not. Yeah. <laughs> He'll walk down there afterwards and probably before the game. No. Old man doesn't touch grass. He's not even that old. He's Upper middle 60s, aged man. I don't know. I don't. Who cares? Know. Or care. Yeah. How do you well, they had I, uh, until they make me NFL commissions. I, do? I don't care. I don't care. They had the sod father on uh, the Dan Levitard show again today, and he just absolutely went in on Roger Goodell again. As he should. But uh, Roger was talking about earlier today, there was a, there was a quote that came out, and uh, he said that they're not going to decide based merely off of injuries or what injuries look like oh. when they're talking about grass versus turf and if they're going to force everyone to go to turf or to grass. Um, <laughs> And that they're going, he's going to bring in, uh, he's going to bring in lawn care specialists, medical specialists. He's going to bring in players, former and current uh, people from the NFLPA. I think he listed off a couple others as well. He's going to all have them come in and then they're all going to review the data and decide whether it's grass or turf is safer for players to be on. And then from the findings of that research, they're just going to go blanket. Everything is grass or everything is turf. That's what he alluded to, although he didn't actually say anything. He just said that they were going to bring people in to review the data and then they'll have a consensus. (laughs) The data. They'll probably not do anything with it as the NFL typically does. They're just going to review it. That's it. (laughs) They can't even be there. You can't even like. Typically, these businesses try Holding. to be proactive. On number 69. Uh, Dickerson. Nice. But even nicer. They're not even they're not even being reactive when things pop up. They're just letting like letting stuff happen and just roll off with it. I've never really seen organizations handle things that way. It's an odd, odd way to go about business, not being proactive or reactive, just letting it happen and move on. Well, folks, it's week two here in NFL land. Currently, we've got Thursday night football going on. The Eagles one are plus one up. equals two. Two. All right. We've got the Eagles playing the Vikings on Thursday night football. I believe the current score is 27 to 14 Eagles. The Eagles have the ball here in the third quarter with eight minutes left to go. You will most likely be hearing from Sean, our boring off-field reporter, and possibly from Tyler, who is typically angry uh, and will definitely give you an update on his fantasy football team, though nobody cares. 
Taylor. <laughs> now that we're into week two, let's start this one off with just the tips. Hey, everybody, coming back. How many just tips, the tips you got? I just, got a few tips. Just a tips. few. Just, 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 the just a few tips. Just the tips. These are your must starts and must sits for the week. Much more ah. from last year. Ah, I like it. I like must it. starts. Must, must start. starts. Joe Burrow. Musty, musty, must starts. Ah, uh, I don't know if they're musty. Ah, all right. Joe Burrow. Get on with it. Playing up against Baltimore. Uh, Jamar Chase averages 115 yards per game against the Ravens. Joe Burrow had a shit game to start off the year. Shit. Come out firing. Shite game. Terrible. Bounce back week two. Start him. Must start. Joshua Kelly. <laughs> for the, okay. The Chargers. Anyways, wide receivers here. <laughs> Calvin Ridley must start. Uh, the connection they had, amazing. Don't like that they're going up against KC, but... Must start against KC because we're going to let him do whatever he wants, right? No. Uh, next one here. Brandon Ayuk against the Rams. B.A. Brock Purdy favored Stardom. Brandon Ayuk week one. Found him a lot. That was his guy. And we're going a little off the beaten path here. Uh, tight end rookie Sam Laporta. Stardom against the Seahawks. Seahawks have great corners out there. They're going to be covering a, covering a Mon Ra. Look for Sam Laporta to be Jared Goff's safety valve in that game. And moving on to the Sidhams. Must sit these players this week. Starting Sidham. off with Dak Prescott against the Jets. Against the saw Jets. what happened to Josh Allen last week. Dak Prescott is as turnover prone as Josh Allen. It's going to happen again. Sit him. Okay. Sit. Sit Dak. Sit him. Sit him. Kenneth Walker the third. Got to sit him, man. Going up against Detroit. He's a great running back. He has some injury worries. They also have Zach Charbonnet back there in the backfield. So look for him to come in and play some if Kenneth Walker does go down, which kind of known for at this point. Wide receivers here. T. Higgins. Another shite first week. Terrible, terrible thing to see. Zero catches. Screwed a lot of people over. Don't let it happen again this week. Sit him. Started Joe Burrow. Sit T. Higgins. Joe Burrow has a better game, but T. Higgins doesn't see the ball still. He gets four Goes points. 0 for, for, for 8 targets. He gets again. four points. Okay. Four. Next wide receiver here, Terry McLaurin. Sit him. Went back against Denver. Look for Sam Howell to struggle in that game, but look for him to also find Jahan Dawson whenever it really matters. And last one here, Kyle Pitts against Green Bay. Listen, the Falcons don't care about the stats. That means they're not going to throw the ball. They're going to be in a ugly, ugly game. Don't expect Kyle Pitts to get the ball at all. And that was just the tips. I like it. I got I got said Sam Laporta. I put him into my starting lineup over Dalton Schultz right away. I've been I've been going back and forth on it. <laughs> You've convinced me. No, yeah, fuck Dalton Schultz. See, I, I I've got to have better a better year than last year. Got to try something different. It's well, it's we missed hot. we missed like fifty percent of the offensive guys that you were talking about because of it was just breaking up. So I I don't know no, how it's gonna. A, he had Joe Burrow, and then he had uh, uh, Justin uh, Jackson from the Chargers. 
Joshua uh, Kelly. Or Joshua Kelly, sorry. Uh, I don't remember. Fine. Uh, you also <laughs> get a fine for your internet being shit, asshole. Yeah, Do especially it. if it care. comes out that way on the, <laughs> it. on the audio, because that was that was bad. Uh, that's good. I put in Sam Laporta. I'm ready for it. I think think he can. All right, I got a, I got a question. I guess I'm not just asking Sean here, guys, but uh, damn, what was my question? Oh, should I start Tyler Allgaier and Bijan on the Dynasty team? Hmm. I mean, Do I start Tyler Allgaier over Joe Mixon? Like, uh, not over Joe Mixon, man. Well, Bengals so play... Ryan's not there for the receptions. Bengals play the Ravens. Yeah, but Chris Evans is, a... is playing. Solid, solid defense. It may be worth it. There's a lot of ESPN analysts stating that Tyler Algier will still get more carries than Bijan. I don't think he's due for the multiple touchdowns that he got last week, but may still get quite a few yards. Tyler Algier was really, really in there in the goal line situations. (laughs) I think we've said it three different ways now. (laughs) He doesn't even Uh, know how to say his own name. I don't know, dude. I mean, at least seeing that seeing that twenty four on my bench was pretty, especially when T Higgins has a zero for me. Like seeing that twenty four on my bench was like, oh god. I I would, it would be really interesting to see T Higgins have multiple weeks in a row where he has goose eggs, uh, or zero for expect eight. it on zero. He's on, on the sit He's, He's on, on the sit Sean has only proven that his sit-ems and stardoms are absolute garbage so far until now. <laughs> so it's he's got to prove to me. And I'm, rocking, I'm rocking with who I got. Like, <laughs> Well, it's now time to get into our best damn rankings of this week. The best rankings you'll find across the land, across all podcast platforms. This week, we are bringing you our way too early rookie rankings. Let's kick it off, Tybo, with number 10. Rasheed Rice, dang. First NFL catch is a tutty. Love to see it. Number nine. Brian Branch. Uh, Big game against the Chiefs. He had a pick six. See if he can keep it up. Number eight. Jameer Gibbs. The Lions are going to unleash him at some point and look nice with his limited action. Number seven. Puka Nakua. No Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford has found a weapon. And it's not Van Jefferson. Number six. Anthony Richardson. Hope the little injury he kind of sustained, sustained, sustained in week one doesn't affect him. This the rest of the season. Number five, Jordan Addison. Two games played, two touchdowns. He's going to be a threat. Number four, Jalen Carter. Big body. It's working in the NFL. Number three, Will Anderson Jr. Statline didn't prove it, but he was a beast week one. Number two. 
We got Zay Flowers. And honestly, not surprised that he's a guy that can emerge from a poor receiving core like Baltimore has. Best rookie in the NFL so far. B. John Robinson. He's not getting as many touches as everybody would like, but damn it, he is that good. I guess there's a reason for him being the highest paid running back in the NFL, even in year one. Dynasty League is on my team. That that touchdown was unfair, man. He bounces off everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's finally time that we get into talking a little bit about the games that are going to be happening. So let's jump into our games of the week. Starting off this week strong, it is Sunday Night Football. Dolphins versus Patriots. Uh, Tua looked amazing week one. I think my part is Tua not again. I'm kind of believing him right now. Not for the long run, but as of right now, yeah. Tyreek proved he is one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. And they just have way too much speed on the Dolphins over there. While the Patriots defense is amazing, Mac Jones finally figured some stuff out. He actually has an offensive coordinator this year. Let's see if they can figure it out. They hopefully will not be playing in the rain this week, but it'll be a big, big moment for everybody in that game. The Pats defense finally got it turned around in the second half of, of the, of the game versus the Eagles. Do you think that bill can finally get that defense kicking for a full season? And do you think that Mac Jones can finally be the guy that they're hoping that they picked? Bill will definitely get that defense humming for a whole entire year. Uh, he had him going pretty well last year. They were ranked number one in fantasy overall anyways. And the only problem really last year was the detriment of Mac Jones. He really put the defense in bad position over and over again. He struggled big time last year. They, I did see a report come out a little bit before we started recording as well. Uh, there are executives within the Patriots organization and coaches who are stating that Juju Smith-Schuster isn't even in their top five best receivers, though he is their highest paid. What do you make of that? I think that they are very well aware that Juju's knee can explode at any moment. So they're taking that into account. Fair enough. Well, in my game of the week, I am taking the Seattle Seahawks who are playing the Lions in Detroit. We know this Lions team is very good. We talked about their uh, up and coming season last year and clearly beating the Chiefs in week one this year. This is not a team to take lightly. The Seahawks have a fantastic defense. Uh, A couple guys over there that we've raved about last season uh, who are ready to go this year, as well as the offensive side. You can't steer wrong with a guy like DK Metcalf or Kenneth Walker, the third. You've also got a new guy there uh, in Jackson in, in Jigba Smith and Jigba, right? And Jigba something like that. Something like that. Jason, <laughs> that's right. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, he had a decent showing in Week one, uh, I expect him to get a lot more of the looks, uh, especially the more than likely going to start phasing out Tyler Lockett. He's in the last por- portion of his career and do not expect him to really be a focal point at all moving forward, uh, especially as we get 
closer to the end of the season, uh, JSN will easily be that guy. Uh, I'm excited to see what this game holds uh, because you've got two strong defenses going up against each other. I would expect this to be a low scoring affair. Do you expect the Seahawks to have a second half or a whole entire game like they had last week against the Rams? The Rams finally showed up, right? Uh, All last season, they were depleted, had nobody left, and we finally got to see somewhat of a healthy team. Obviously, Cooper Cup was not out there. Uh, But I do expect both teams to put together at least three quarters, if not four, but at least three. I'm really excited to see what the Lions can do over there because that's going to be a fun, fun game. And this has pretty good implications for the NFC playoffs so far. All right. My game of the week, uh, division rivalry, usually pretty heated later on in the season. I bet you this one still gets chippy, but I got Ravens Bengals. Um, whether or not Joe Burrow has a bounce back game, I still think this is going to be like a a hard fought, uh, very physical game as it usually is. And those are the games that I like to watch. Looks like we have reached the end of the third quarter in this Thursday night football game. We need to get it over to Tyler to let us know what is going on here. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. You don't, you don't really do it right. I I don't have the accent like you. Tyler. Hey, Tyler. What's going on with the game, Tyler? I tell you what. I can't stand the Minnesota Vikings. Because they, they just made it boring football now to watch. Because what? If Philly's still up two scores, at least they hold on to the goddamn ball. Is mm-hmm. Philly exciting to watch or like not fun at all right now? I was hoping that the Vikings would cover. So, no, I'm not happy. So, <laughs> are you happy with the Jordan Addison touchdown in the third quarter? I mean, he's good, but is, we're, they're down two scores. You don't think that's a momentum gatherer for the Vikings? Hell no. Insightful stuff, Tyler. (laughs) Thank you, Tyler, for your quarterly report. We will see you before we get out of here. Billy got the ball. The Vikings ain't done diddly squat. Truly insightful stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get over to our pick for this week. We are in week two. Uh, We have already discussed our lineup of how we will be picking. I won last week, so I'll be going third while Tybo starts it off and Sean is second. We've got we've already obviously picked the Thursday night game and the Chiefs game. If you haven't heard that, make sure to go back and listen to our Chiefs pregame show. So now we'll get into our second game at noon. We've got the Raiders who will head into uh, Buffalo and take on the Bills. The Bills at home, Tybo, are eight and a half point favorites. Do not forget you're picking against the spread here. Raiders cover. Give me the Bills. Bounce back week. I'm also going to take the Raiders. That is a that is too large of a spread for me. 
Uh, next up at noon, we've got the Raven. It's our, it's one of our games of the week here. It is the Ravens who head into Cincinnati and take on the Bungles at home. Joey B and the Bungles are three and a half point favorites. I am going to go ahead and take the Bengals in this game. Give me the Ravens. Man, Sean's reading my mind right now. I also want to take the Ravens here. Uh, Bengals just don't look good. Next at noon, we've got Herbert and the Chargers who will head into Tennessee and take on the Titans. Titans at home are three-point dogs. Sorry, who are they playing? Who are the Chargers versus Titans. Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I believe DeAndre Hopkins is dealing with an ankle injury. Great call on that, Ty Bob. Uh, give me the Chargers. <laughs> I'm also going to take the Chargers, but there are key injuries on both sides. Obviously, D-Hop with the, with the ankle, but also Austin Eckler with the ankle. Regardless, the Chargers have a way better, more high-powered offense. They'll be putting up a lot of points in this game. We'll go to our next game of the week. It is the Seattle Seahawks who head into Detroit and take on the Lions. At home, the Lions are five-point favorites. And I'm going to take them, Lions. Lions are going to win. Seahawks are going to cover. I also think the Lions will win, but it's going to be a much closer game. Give me the Hawks to cover this one. Get to our next game at noon. It is Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears who head in to Tampa to take on Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. At home, the Bucks are only two and a half point favorites. Oh, uh, dude, that's <laughs> that's too close. But two points, like. Bucks have to win by three or the Bears have to lose by two. So I'm going to take. Fuck it. Uh, uh, no, I'm going Bears. Bears. Yep. The Bears. The Bears. Yep. You both believe in the Bears after getting absolutely mollywopped, not having any offense. While the Bucks have one of the best defenses listen, in the league. Listen, listen. <laughs> Mayfield's out there stealing signs and reading no, defenses. No. They <laughs> always lose the Packers. It's a thing. Fair enough. I'm taking the Bucks. Fair enough. This one. Next up at noon, we've got the Packers who head into Atlanta to take on the Falcons who cannot fly. Falcons at home are one and a half point favorites. Falcons. Yeah, give me the Falcons. They're going to muck this one up real bad. I'm going to take the Packers. I think Jordan Love looks a lot better than we all expected. That's going to It was on. against the Bears. <laughs> going to carry on to week 2. Last game here at noon, we've got the Colts who head into Houston to take on the Texans. Texans at home are one and a half point favorites. <laughs> How bad is that, uh, Anthony <laughs> this Richardson? Is the worst pick 
<laughs> How bad is that Anthony Richardson injury? Give me uh I think it'll be fine. Give me Texans. Ooh. Give me Colts to cover. But I'm also like gonna take gonna the cover. Colts to cover. Also gonna take the Colts to cover this one. Uh that's interesting. All around, uh, especially depends on Anthony Richardson's injury. See how detrimental that can be to the team. They First game, at... <laughs> First game at three twenty-five on Sunday. We've got the San Francisco 49ers playing divisional rivals in the Los Angeles Rams at home. The Rams are seven and a half point dogs, and the Rams cover. No. Give me the Niners. It's a lot of points, but Niners. <laughs> I think I think the Niners are a very good team, solid defense, but the Rams are good enough not to lose by eight. A touchdown? More than. Next up at 325, we've got the Giants, who have yet to score a point this season, <laughs> headed into Phoenix to take on the Cardinals and Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> Cardinals at home are four-point dogs. Are <laughs> still dogs in this game? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Cardinals were feisty uh, week one. Uh, let me get them. Uh, let me get them to cover. Wow, I'm gonna yeah. take the Cardinals to cover and win. Wow, Giants for me bounce back. I'm gonna pick them, and they're gonna win by more than two scores. <clears throat> okay. Next up, we've got the Jets without Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season to take <laughs> on the Cowboys in Dallas. Cowboys at home are nine and a half point favorites. Jets cover. Jets definitely cover that. It's difficult. Jets defense is really good, but the Cowboys defense is also really good. I think Dak mucks it up. Give me the Jets to cover this one. Uh, Next up at 325, we've got the commies who take on the Broncos in Denver. Denver at home are three and a half point dogs. Were they playing at home? Commies. You mean Denver? Oh... Give me Denver, too. It's going to be another 17-16 game. Yeah, Denver likes to lose by one point. So I will also be taking them to cover. In our Sunday night football game, we've got the Miami Dolphins who will head into New England and take on the Patriots. Game of the week. Our third game of the week here. The Patriots at home are three-point Dogs. Uh, I'm going to take Miami. Fins up. Don't think that's a question anywhere. We'll take Dolphins across the board. 
We'll go to our two Monday night games here. We have got our first one kicking off at 6.15 Central on Monday. The Saints will head into Carolina and take on the Panthers. Panthers at home are three-point dogs. Give me the Panthers to cover. Saints. Yeah, Saints all the way. That defense is way too good. And like I said, Bryce Young not looking great. In, in our in our last game uh, for week two, rounding out Monday night football, starting at 7.15 Central, the Browns head into Pittsburgh and take on the rivals Steelers. Steelers at home are two and a half point dogs. The Steelers are dogs at home. Steelers are dogs at home. Give me the Steelers. Miles Garrett is going to be crossing up the whole entire Steelers O-line this week again. Give me the Browns. Without a question, Browns are going to absolutely dominate this game. It will not be funny. Give me Hmm. them to cover. Okay. I also, boys, wanted in to bring in a new segment here really quickly now that we've finished our pick'em for the week. I want to give the listeners my guaranteed parlay for the week. Now, typically, I only like to do about four games, but sometimes I'm feeling really spicy, and this one I am feeling really good about. From the <laughs> sports book that shall not be named, these are the games that are going into my parlay for this week. It's six games, starting off with the Chiefs. I've taken them to beat the spread at three and a half. Okay, is it all? Okay, it's all against the spread. No, it's not. I'm mixing them up here. So I've got the Chiefs to beat the Jags by more than three and a half points. I've got Bills money line. I've got Bucks to win by the spread of two and a half. I've got 49ers money line. I've got Cowboys money line. I have Cleveland to win by more than two and a half. That brings you with the odds of plus uh, just a little over plus 1,200. 10 will get you... Uh, $10 will get you $123 on that bet. You will win it. He's going safe parlays right there, everybody. Wait till he gives you a real spicy one. I mean, I don't know how safe that those were. It's not very safe, but you know, it's safer than what he could have gotten. He could have got some big money there. We'll get spicy in some of these. I want, Sometimes I want to just, see you do. A, I still, I still like the Steelers. Okay. Like, I- <laughs> Hey, sometimes you just need to see him go in before you throw out the spiciness. I want to see you do a one-game parlay where you bet on the players as well. Same-game parlays. We'll look into that. We'll look into that. You can definitely get something cooking up here with some touchdowns and whatnot, but sometimes at the beginning of the season, you just need to see the ball go in the hole. Cooking it up. Bringing you boys some money. Listen, that is it for Pick'em. That's it for the parlay. Make sure you go smash that. Make yourself some money. We'll see you back here on Wednesday when we recap the best moments from week two. Until next time, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.